The following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Podcasters. This is our campaign running. Um, we are on, uh, we're finishing up a bit of a story arc, I feel. We're slowly closing a chapter or at least coming up to the climax of sorts. Because when we last had left off uh, in the previous session, we were reunited with Howard uh, and Remus coming back to the party. We had seen where Remus had, uh, as I've been coining it, bamfing, had been bamfed off to. Where he had went off and met his father, as it's uh, come out. Um, Howard returned uh, to the party after, uh, a day later, uh, after having an incident with Jarrell that left him in a groveling state for eight hours that he had to endure um awaking he had returned back to the church temple where the party was sleeping and he met up with them to find out that the great uh warlock boom boom had uh died they buried him and the party went off to the micro mansion at Farron Maltons in search of coins for uh, Remus to collect. Heading on over, the party investigated the dark room, as we're calling it now. And after, upon investigation, uh, investigating for almost about like straight up like a half hour, 45 minutes in this room, you guys figured out, and someone offered to. Respond to the question of being asked or being offered to make a pact. What I, I can't remember exactly what the card uh, was. It that I you don't were, remember. Anything. Was it was it being offered to be like a pact or make a deal? No, no, he totally just like we were we were trying to figure out the door. Yeah, and he was like, "I'd will- like an appointment." Yeah, would you like an appointment? And that was it. uh, On the card, it asked, are you willing to uh, make a deal? No one reads the card. We both read the card. I didn't read the card. I gave you the card to read. The fine print. Um, Upon presenting it to the door, it opened up and our new uh, drow party member, Haxon, walked through changed himself into a uh um what's his uh into, into boss hog. <laughs> into, boss hog, um, into his persona of Kanye West Rose and began walking down this hallway and into a waiting room with a table and some chairs and there is a yellow tiefling and a tabaxi sitting down while down the hallway there is a Red tiefling 
teller sitting behind or uh, sitting standing behind two uh, <clears throat> sorry not two one bone devil or not bone devil uh, barb devil that uh, was beha- that is sitting almost like at a bank teller with like the bars in front and you'd go on up uh, and the tiefling is going next please we pick up Axe, you are in this hallway. The walls are cracked. Paint is chipping. Sickly, kind of like tur- like marine turquoise type, like dreary green. Um, there are these ATM box machines to your left in this hallway. What do you do? I'm going to walk in. You walk down. I'm next. Walk- you next. You walk right up to uh, this. Uh, there's two teller spots. There's two uh, like uh, sets of bars. Um, the one in front of you, to the left, is there is a uh, there is a barb devil actually dangling there, dead, uh, with a chain hooked up to the bar and a, like a collar around its neck. And then next to it is another barb devil being berated by the tiefling. What do you mean you don't have a replacement yet? Hi, how can I help you? And oh, wait, I already hit on this tiefling, didn't I? Is this the tiefling I hit on already? Yeah, you, yeah, you, you had uh, okay. begin to you, you made your uh, you had introduced and made your acquaintance to her. I think. That's, yep. Oh, uh, well, I'm here for my appointment. Appointment? What do you mean? You don't. What is your name? <laughs> Well, madam, as I previously said, it's Kanye Westeros, the Duke. I don't of the see that name on the list. Well, I, I beg your pardon, ma'am, but I had a card. Uh, she puts her hand out to accept the card. I, <laughs> I seem to have misplaced it, but it got me into this here pocket dimension of yours. <sighs> I'm going to fucking kill him. She looks at you. Go wait. She right. just kind of like points to you to go sit down in the waiting room. She's aggravated. I, I, I go sit down. Um, and with that, you hear a crunching noise and a squeal of a... And you hear a body go... As it... As... Uh, from what you could presume is her killing the devil in front of her. You go sit down in the little waiting nook uh-huh. area. So like I said, <clears throat> yellow tiefling sitting there. Pamphlet just kind of staring you down. There's tabaxi with the arm kind of tucked in. Sitting down, just mi- not minding itself and with this giant gash across its chest. Uh, from like a giant uh, sword cut wound mm-hmm. like a great, uh, like almost like a great weapon slash. To your, uh, so when you sit down over by these chairs, uh, there was a hallway that you walked up and down to your right, to the left of you in this little room, uh, this little, not room, this little waiting space, there is a staircase that goes up that is dark and black and shadowed upstairs, and you can't see all the way up the stairs, but you can see there is a sign on it that is written in uh, uh, red uh, uh, letterings, boardroom. <laughs> you begin waiting 
I don't know what I, you do. <laughs> I kind of want to walk up to the boardroom. Just going to walk up it? Uh-huh. All right. You begin to walk over the staircase, <clears throat> and uh, you look up, and roughly a flight and a half up, there is a red door. You walk I'm up to the door. I'm going to walk up to the door. Yep. Um, as you walk up with each stair or with each step, the doors or the, the wooden steps uh, creak with every step you take, ready to break at any moment. <laughs> as you go to put your hand off to the side to kind of hold on to the wall, the wall even kind of pushes in a little bit where it's like it's falling apart. It needs some repairs. Um, you almost reach the very top. I need to make a dexterity check as the step goes. Oh. And as you go to uh, uh, step, it breaks in underneath you. Uh, I roll a 10. 10. Um, you, you go to step forward and your, and your foot, get your right foot gets stuck and plunk as it goes. As you are knee deep on your right uh, leg in this muck that as it breaks through the wood panel, this underneath the wood, it's like almost like a swampish mucky texture that your foot just like slumped into. Yeah. All right. I'm going to pull it out. Make a, make a strength check. Three. Make a dex check because as you go to yourself out, you're you're starting to wobble backwards. Uh, five. You go as uh, you pull yourself out of this. You start to fall backwards and you go doo, 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 looking up at the boardroom door, laying on your back. Look upon this, looking up up upon the stairs ahead of I'm you. Gonna, I'm gonna get up and go sit down again. All right, you sit down. Now I'm going to try to clean my suit off as best I can. Okay, start to clean off your suit. Okay. And then I just say, I do declare, I believe this place is falling apart. <laughs> I just say it out loud. The tiefling, you see. Uh, <laughs> and uh, she just has like a, small, a slight small smirk. Uh she uh, just goes back to reading. All right. You're sitting in this room. There is no into. There is no mentioned or anything to to call for you. Get you. You're just sitting here. Um. Jesus Christ. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna go back up to the tea flame. Can I help you? Well, ma'am, I do believe I am going to be late for my next appointment if I cannot be seen soon. So I was wondering if there's anything I can do to maybe cut the line. Anything you could do? <clears throat> can you go wait your turn? 
ma'am, I believe we got off on the wrong foot here. <laughs> what, what I'm trying to say is I'm a very busy man, a duke, if you will. And I'm expected back in Westeros, which is at least a... Oh, you're a duke, are point. you? She just kind of puts her knee, her elbows on and just kind of leans up on the counter now. And the, dead, the dead skeleton, the dead devils are just like to her left and right. right. Is dangling. Huh. You're yeah. a duke, are you? I say, and a governor. I was a sheriff for a little while, too, but the humidity is a bear this time of year. <laughs> Make a persuasion check. All right. <laughs> 16. Got it. Well then, because you're a duke. She uh, walks you. She comes walking out. Uh, leaves the room. Comes walking over. And uh, there's a door you didn't see to, to your right. Mm-hmm. As she kind of opens it. <clears throat> it uh, walks out from behind. Uh, and you can see now that her legs are like goat legs. Okay. As uh, she's walks you down the hall and looks uh, up the stairs and goes, well, if you're a duke, I'm sure he'll see you. Well, I muchly appreciate the hospitality, ma'am. And may I say, I do love the exotic types. And I walk forward up the stairs to go see this guy. (laughs) I have no idea why we're going to see him. Uh, make a. I thought Ricky was going to be with me. Nope. <laughs> nope. You walk. You start walking in there, man. Yep. Um, you start going up these stairs and uh, make dexterity check. Make sure you don't right. you, you don't want to fall. You don't want to get stuck in the swamp. This little mock okay. swamp. Twenty one. Twenty one. There we go. Make your way up the stairs, up to the door. No handle. There is this emblem right on the door. This little uh, stamped, kind of almost like a uh, this, the symbol that was on the coins that everyone was showing to you with this little teethling face is sitting mm-hmm. on the door. It's kind of centered almost mm-hmm. like where people would be. Like, uh, almost like, not like people, but like, uh, you know, like the, the name, like you want to see who's knocking yeah. on your door. What a knock. 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 Why answer? What? Why <laughs> answer, please? Oh, oh okay. <laughs> I, I try to push the door open. You push it open, it just opens with you. Um, and as you come uh, walking into this room, it's uh, dark. And dimly lit by candles on the walls uh, for the first 15 feet into the room. It's dimly lit. The walls on the left and right of you are covered. Priceless looking artifacts. Um, and pull this open uh, as well. Uh, wep- the walls are covered in pricely looking artifacts. Uh, daggers and scimitars and uh, finely stitched coats and uh, carpets, um, skulls, and 
upper half of jaws of dragons, ancient dragons, larger than you've ever seen, are all on these walls. Think uh, it's almost like that TGI Fridays from back in the 90s. It's how it looks. Okay. <laughs> you know, everything is just on the walls. And it is a massive collection, collection of just what you could perceive, uh, presume to be just the tip of the iceberg of magical artifacts that this individual holds in his possession. You look at the center of the room and just out, just in front of where the darkness, the absolute darkness begins, there's a fancy rich oak desk with a map of a mountain sitting on it as this man is just looking over he has a dagger and he points it on the mount on the map and he's spinning it around. You look up and you see a how do I put this? Um a it's the oh actually no you've seen it before. It was the figure that you saw walking down the hall in the in the paintings that you disguised yourself as. Which, by the way, when you walk through this. Oh no! Wait, you didn't disguise yourself as this figure. You just you did your own disguise. My bad. Mm-hmm. Um, you saw this figure. This is the figure sitting in front of you. This with the chin, chisel, nice, a pointed chin with a uh, pointed uh, chisel jaw with a pointed type chin. Nice look, clean cut hair that has horns coming up of it and bending backwards, with this yellowishly looking skin that is possibly scaled possibly almost plated like uh that you can see coming up his neck and on a little bit of his hands he's wearing a fine tailored suit with stitching in it and see where else is it what else is i'm looking at um he's just sitting at this at this uh at the desk looking down okay what can I do you for? Well, sir, first off, that is the finest looking suit I have ever seen, and you must share your tailor's information with me. I assure you, you wouldn't be able to afford it. <laughs> that is where you're wrong, sir, for I'm both a duke and a governor. Really? Please. Where are you the duke and governor of? The grand land of Westeros, where the corn grows as high as the griffins fly, and the dragons are as blue as my blood. (laughs) What can I do you for? Well, sir, someone said I needed an appointment, and I never turn down a meeting when it involves business, so I accepted. I could rec- I come to recall that I uh, offered someone a deal. Are you the dealing and gambling type of man? <laughs> well, I've been known to throw the dice. Huh. Make a perception check. Okay. Thirteen. Thirteen. Um. Okay, you're good. Um, just outside real quick, just so you know, 
You have to remove the robe of usefulness from your inventory. Huh? Remove the robe of usefulness from your uh, useful items from your inventory. Oh, no. Why? Because. What? Not there. Damn Damn it. All right. (laughs) Yep. Well, what do you like to gamble with? What's your uh, pleasure? <laughs> well, so that's a bit personal, but let's just say that I am a a spectrum. I weave a tapestry of pleasures. Nice. Well, you've wandered yourself into quite a predicament here. Um, as you may or may not know, but welcome to hell. I assume, sir, and may I say that I know very, very good contractors who can help fix this place right up. I'm good, unless your contractors are free. My well, sir. Bent elsewhere. I would be happy to offer you such a favor. What such a favor are you willing to offer? Well, I will find contractors to fix up your head facility, because a man in such a fine suit cannot sit amongst this squalor. So, just so you're so you aware, in this room, this room is exquisitely detailed and decorated right. in utmost pristine condition. Right. This I'm talking room. about the outside. Oh, yeah. He goes, you dare insult my room. My domain? Oh, oh, sir. Your room is the most finest that I've ever seen. I just mean where your uh, your minions sit. Well, that's because they're minions and they're not me. Very few get to live my life and experience my gifts. A man after my own heart. <laughs> so. You know what I'm doing. You like uh, making contracts, making deals? Are you willing to make a pact? Well, sir, I'm afraid I am already involved. I see. You just kind of sniffs. You smell like that fucking bitch. Ruined it for the rest of us. Had to go off and... Go where we, where we, uh, where we only dream to go. We're stuck here. <sighs> well, well, sir, perhaps what you don't need I do? to what? be stuck here. Allow me to ask, how can I help you? How can you help me? How can you help me? Let's see. What are you good at? <laughs> what are your yes, specialties? A great many things. Such as? <laughs> well, well <laughs> I'm going to actually think what the hell I'm good at. Um, you know, when I do have the gift of gab, I'm quite excellent with uh, magic and little spells, but I chose not to anymore. And my How are you in combat? Where well, my heyday, I could wield a blade with the rest of them. However, my my chief of staff, Haxon, now that's a man that I would put up to fight for me. Is it serious? 
Could you take on an orc? <laughs> well, sir, I could take on several. Really? How about a whole party of them? Well, sir, I do declare I will be interested in trying. See, And by that, I mean I would get my chief of staff, Haxon, because my glory days are far behind me. See, Kanye of Westeros. Wait, what? What was his name? I, I, I went blank. I, I got it. I got to what is What is his name? Offhand? What is his side name? Hmm? Kanye Can, Can, Westeros? Yeah. Okay, I just make sure I'm like, wait, shit, did I make that up? No, See, that's his last name, but he's also from the land of Westeros. That's right. Okay. See, Kanye. <laughs> Things I never thought I would be saying, okay? <laughs> I have two predicaments that you may actually be able to help me out with. I see that you are drow. So are you familiar with the Underdark? You know your way in and out? Well, of course I do, sir. Like the back of my hand. I actually don't look like a drow now. You're good. Okay, he, he just knows... Oh, shit. Yeah. So he just knows I'm full of shit right yeah, now? 100%. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, just so... Good, yeah. Okay. He's not putting up with the bullshit, either. He's just like... All right, I'll play the games, but you're going to do what I want. Right, right, right. I have two situations that are annoyances currently. I have uh, tax collectors, as I call them, that go around and collect individuals that I need. And one of them has been apprehended by a uh, band of orcs. Uh an orc chieftain named Bale Richtor has uh, captured a tax man of mine named Sal Abister, and I'd frankly I'd like him returned alive if possible. It drains me and in, in taxes my own wealth to leave here. And if you could do this for me, maybe I can offer you with gifts or boons or. Wealth, if that's your thing. Well, so I'd be happy to do this favor for you. Second one, because I see that you are you are uh, adept with entering the Underdark, is I need help with Gary the Elf. He's a pit fiend that enlisted some help of some uh, clerics of Loth down in Suratain. God knows what he's up to. If you wouldn't mind finding him for me and killing him, to be frank, to be honestly. He'll return here, don't worry. But uh, he's a bit beyond my grasp right now. And I look to have a discussion with him. Well, I will make sure you can parlay as soon as possible, sir. Really? He goes, and the map on his desk, uh, you see, start to sizzle up in fire and smoke and and burns away. And when it burns away, there are two fine uh, scrolls of parchment that are blackened and are uh, laced and stamped with a wax seal. 
Please take your contracts. I'll find you when you do the deed. I look forward to meeting with you again, sir. I shall show myself out. And uh, grab the contracts? Yep. Grab them. Many of you touch them. You're back in the hallway, walking back into the dark room. Okay. Two contracts in hand. Sweet. Who's tired of you? Okay. I'm gonna, before I go back in the room, mm-hmm. I'm going to take my disguise off. Yeah. So I want to come back in this Haxon. No, no one else has seen Kanye yet. Got it. Just Satan. <laughs> so, okay. All right. so I come back in the dark room. Come back. Okay. Um, hey, guys, I think I just met the devil. <laughs> how much time has actually passed? How long has he gone? He's been gone for... Oh, so I guess while this happening, he's been gone for roughly 20 minutes or so. He just kind of walks off in the door <laughs> in front of you. Well, that wasn't what I was hoping for. Um, shit. Is there, no one else was with me. It was just me and Haxon in the dark room still. Because I thought um, you guys were... Okay. I, I was there. I thought you guys were exploring, so I wasn't sure. Um, I, oh god, I don't know what's going to happen to him. We should. I guess we'll wait here and see what happens if he comes back. You guys are waiting. No sign of him. In the meantime, too, I'm going to be trying to find any kind of spare coin that we might have missed in the room to see if I can try to figure out how to open up the side door. Uh, disadvantage investigation. I'm going to slink back down the hole into the room below the, uh, the, uh, shrine room or whatever. Okay. You slept down in there. I have to say this makes me think of, uh, legends of the hidden temple, like the final one where there's like rooms on top of rooms and you're like going up and into dark rooms and into, that was me. Um, what did we ever figure out what happened was under that porch? It's um, that's uh the black red pudding. What? Black pudding. Yeah. Sphinx I mean Fink's Fink's uh did you, I, puddingish I, material. I don't know if you guys have done the whole like think about it. I don't yeah, know. I, I was asking in character like to the group as we're waiting. Oh yeah, my friend's down there. I've been feeding him. Oh, uh what is he? What is he? Yeah. The little slimy, slimy guy. Oh, okay. I don't know what he is, but he's, he's he like, Should we go see? If you want to visit, I can take you. Thanks, we'll take you. I, I mean, we got time while we wait, I guess. Just make sure you bring something to feed him. Uh, okay. All right, I'll, I'll take him down. I'll stop in like the the dining room, I guess, and grab whatever old food is sitting on the table, if any. Yeah. All right, you got some old moldy looking food. Yeah. You going out uh, out front? There's a hole in the in the big in the front of the uh, front porch deck. Okay. Okay. I'll jump in. Okay. I will lower myself slowly. 
Can I get in there? Make perception checks. Oh, yeah. Black uh, I rolled a 10. Got it. Uh, a little hard to see down here. I got... Dark vision help at all? Yeah, dark vision, though, right? Yeah. And I rolled a... 16. 16? Yeah, you guys see um, not 20 feet down to the near the other side of the house, there is a uh, there is a uh, pudding-looking mask just kind of like moving around over on that over off the about 20 feet away down to the uh, be equivalently be in front of kind of like where the kitchen is but like in front of like front porch in front of where the kitchen is underneath that area is it aggressive or friendly oh it's friendly you just have to get to know it just make sure you bring some food i guess i'll toss the food and wash it for a second toss it food you see this pudding just it kind of just picks up (laughs) and it just slowly starts making its way over towards the food and just rolls over it Starts coming closer towards you guys. Can I? <laughs> so I couldn't remember if this this is an ability thing, I guess. Because yeah. I have a once per day where I can turn them into coins. But can I? How often can I tell like a value of something? You can always tell a value of something. That's right. kind of that's, what, what I, is I, the I'm value gonna... of the black pudding? Um. It is a value four. That's not bad. But so, it's the, so um, it is challenge rating uh, with a minimum of one always. Okay, uh, four is not bad. I'm going to. Uh, I, it doesn't matter. I'm just going to feed it, and we're going to. I'm going to say, "Oh, that was interesting. Let's uh, let's keep this here for now." All right. Mm-hmm. And then I will... Hell, I'll hoist Finks out first, even. Just shove him right through the hole. Yeah, and I'll offer the hand back to pull him up. <laughs> I'll act like I'm going to help. Yeah. <laughs> Easy enough. You guys are able to. You get out. Um, this is going out there. Danny, what are you doing? You're in the uh, room? Yeah, so I rolled nice. a... 19 initially for investigation, but at disadvantage, I rolled a two. So, total of three. Total of three. You're stuck in there and you're not finding any coins. You're taking, uh, you're taking the majority of the time. You're about like 15 minutes in here. You're, you're looking. Okay. Um, before we jump over to see what Azoth's up to, Ricky. Or not Ricky, uh, Remus and Finks. Anything you're doing after that? We go back to the dark room, I think. Right, going up to the dark room. I'm just kind of waiting. All right, you're going up there to finish out uh, waiting for Haxon's return. Hopefully his appointment went well. <laughs> uh, Mark, or not Mark, Azoth. Wow, guys. This, this is what happens when you, do, when you do the Halloween special right before. Right before. <laughs> That's true. Uh, Azoth. Yeah. Uh, you were down in the uh, druid room. Yeah. What are you doing? Um, 
I'm still investigating around. I, I got the uh, the candles from uh, from the friar and the medallion uh, with the the page reader and all that jazz. And mm-hmm. I just don't know if there's any connection to that altar still um, with the depressions. So I kind of just lay everything out on the altar and and light the candles and have a seat and just kind of see what happens. Okay, um, you light everything. Kind of sit back, seeing what happens. Um, roll a d20 for me. Seven. Seven. Uh, on that... You begin to zone out in a meditative trance, trying to become one and trying to connect to the gods. Uh, you're sitting there thinking, there's got to be a connection. You're drawn to this room, you know, that, the altar to the, to the moon, who's a god, but it's one of the older prime primal deities you have mentions of um, the page reader kind of like guardian of knowledge you start to slip into a slumber and you, you close your eyes and you kind of fall, fall asleep and when you open them again you're sitting in a swamp Astral projection style. Okay. You're in the middle of a swamp, and there is a. You are sitting uh, with your back now to a giant oak tree that is on a single plot of land in in the middle of a swamp all around. You open your eyes. You're touch the ground and ground kind of sinks in little little sluggishly like like almost like the ground is but it's firm you hear the buzz smack a face you instantly feel regret like oh no i just killed the mosquito that's life but why do i have to feel that way you don't need to feel that you always have to protect You're in a swamp. Um, I, I turn around uh, to face the oak tree and um, I ask Sylvanus what's going on. Sylvanus. Um, God of nature. God the of oak nature. Tree, God of nature. Oh, do I? Sylvanus, where did. Who sent you that? Is that on D&D? Um, possibly. If not, it's Forgotten Realms. Oh. Okay, so you're going to start that. I got it. Um, you reach out to ask Sylvanus, and you're not returned with an answer from Sylvanus. Or at least you don't think you are. The, the tree itself, where there's a giant knot in it, begins to 
contort and twist and configure a face. And it just... I am not Salvas, but neither are you. I ask uh, who he is and why he's brought me here. I did not bring you here. You did. Bringing yourself your own journey. You make your own choices. I am the graying oak. Sean May. Prime deity of nature. <coughs> oh. oh, that's why I don't do voices, guys. <clears throat> of intuition and intent. Just as nature is always changing. So does my guidance to others, directing them on their own path. You chose to leave, to go on a journey, yet it's not what you want. I I initially was supposed to be finding something, but the needs of my friends have proven to be greater. Than what I was originally looking for. What do I do? Do what you must. Make your own path. Just know. Reactions are natural. Outcomes are expected. Okay. I'll send you back free of guilt with purpose. Thank you, Shen. My only <laughs> request is that you preserve nature with my gifts. That's basically. He, he takes you on and understands that, you know, your your uh, your choice to take a different path is accepted and is 
blessed by this god. But to re- to receive and to uh, stay in the graces, his request is simple. Do so to preserve nature. Very general, very generic, very broad. But <clears throat> it is just, that's it. Okay. And, um, You uh, begin to wake up. Now, you feel a slumber hit your eyes as you're standing there staring at the tree. And as you go to fall, you open your eyes and you have been sleeping. Uh, You you don't know how long it's been. Uh, You've been passed out back to the tree sitting in the room. You wake up. You're in this room. Is there anything? Do I notice anything different? Is is has, assuming the candles have all melted and um, the candles are uh, slowly um, whisking away. <laughs> they are um. Slowly dimming out. Just like... I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Candles are slowly... They're, they've been melted away, but you don't, you don't have a perception of time still. There's... Okay. You don't know how long it was going to take to burn them or nothing. All right. Um, I just try and gather um, myself and just kind of uh, process... Everything that had just happened. So I'll, okay. I'll take a beat to do that. I right, take a beat, process it, um, go over and pick up, grab your uh, the ornaments, uh, make an investigation check as you're packing up your ornaments. Five, five. Um, all right, five. Uh, as you're reaching over and start grabbing the candle and picking up um, a couple little, little different trinkets, the um, an emblem of the circle of the forest that you have uh, kind of to the temple uh, back of your tribe is shattered, just broken, just from the split from it, spiderwebbed. Okay. And um, you hear a flutter of pages going <laughs> almost like the wind kind of like blew like like almost if there's pages there like a almost like this like you hear pages kind of like shuffle from behind the uh, behind the uh, altar. Uh, I take a look and see what it is. Um, you see a uh, sheets of parchment uh, written with a scripture in Elvish um, as they are pages to a spell 
uh, book or a tomb. And sitting next to it is a uh, is a find, um, almost like a whittling dagger. Okay. Got what I'm saying? Yep, I will pick it up. Yeah. Um, and with that, currently, I need you to do this. And because I play the power of God, I need you to refresh your D&D Beyond. Okay. Okay. You see the changes? Mm. Yeah, yes. There you go. So, it's uh, go back out to the campaign and then just kind of jump back in and click on your character. It'll be there. Um, there you go. Okay. You guys hear? Uh, you guys hear Azoth down below, kind of now shuffling over and picking up stuff, and uh, him picking up and kind of like looking around, and you hear him jostling stuff below in the hole now. It's kind of quiet, and you just worry maybe he was snoring. Oh. It's been 15 minutes. Uh, Haxon, open the door, come walking in. Uh, dark room, still dark, pitch black. Uh, what do you guys wish to do? Haxon, welcome back. Did you... Uh... Well, you, guys heard, you guys heard the door open. Yeah, I'm assuming okay. it's Axon. All right. Hey, I'm back. Um, I'm going to leave the dark room. <laughs> Can't see. Um, but I got some news. <laughs> so, so there's that. Sure. So I'm going to try to leave the dark room. All right. Um, using the wall. You guys have been a little bit more familiar in here. Using the walls, kind of fiddle yourself out, Axon of the room. Okay. So I think I met the devil and he's got a couple things he wants me to do for him. So uh yeah. Which devil? I don't know. A devil, the devil. You didn't get any name at all. Nope. Great suit. Nice guy. Nice. Cool room. I'm glad you made it back. Thank you. A guy devil or a female? Oh, it was a, it was a guy. Okay. Not barbed, right? Hmm? Not barbed? No, no, no. Okay, good. I think he, he looked more tiefling than anything, a little more devilish. Okay, then we're fine. No need to worry. Yeah, he's great. But, yeah, so, wants us to track down this band of orcs and also uh, kill some priestess of Loth in the underground, in the underdark, which I would appreciate the shit out of myself. Sounds like fun. That works. What? Yeah. Yeah, it's wild. Where do uh yeah, do I, I see do I see I was gonna say, do I see the letters? He's got he's got two contracts rolled up, black uh like black parchment and everything. What what is what? Like like the part like the contracts are rolled up piece of paper with a twenty. Oh, no, I know, I'm just Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I can't tell the breaks. It's okay. So, uh, 
does it say anyone's name on them? Like on the like what orcs these people are or like Yeah, I'm sure it has all that. Did you not look at it? No. <laughs> he he mentioned some people. Uh Gary the Elf. Who? And then um who's actually a pit fiend, maybe. And then some some orcs kidnapped this guy's tax collector. Um, Mac Rerdo, I can't remember his name, but it was something like that, I think. It's probably Mayor, it's, it's probably in the letters. Mayor McRib? <laughs> something McRib like is that. back? Oh, God, McRib is back again. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> so regardless, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Seems like it could be lucrative. Did he okay. say where this may be at or where we need to go for this? Did he say what he would pay? No. See, that's not how <laughs> deals are made. <laughs> look, look, here. And I show, I, I hand, I hand Remus both letters. And I'm like, just give it a read. Just give it a read. It's all there. Okay. I'm an expert I, negotiator. I'm going to open up one of them to start. Um... All right, you open up the uh, the second one in his right hand, and uh, you recognize the seal, the wax seal that was stamped on it, being uh, being a mammoth. Okay. You open it up, crack it, you scroll it in, and it's uh, also formal. Hereby, the uh, by acceptance of this contract, you agree to the full terms and conditions clauses, non excluded. Uh, uh, contracts must com- must be completed in full within uh, the time span of 100 years or uh, the soul is forfeited to the devil of said plane. That contract was given out in um, a contract is to be paid in full as determined upon uh, payment uh, requested for at uh, place of bargain or uh, place of uh, at the beginning of the terms of agreement. <clears throat> so, uh, and, then, and then it explains that the contract is to kill the orc chieftain named uh, Bal Richtor, uh, who has captured one of the tax collectors uh, uh, named Sel Abister. Can I can I pop the crack big back on the shoulder and just kind of whisper that name into his ear and see if that means anything to him? Bell, was it Bell Richter? Bell Richter. Yeah. Uh, let's see real quick. Let me see how far you know. So, you've got... I, does, all right. Does it have his name on it? Does it have, say, Haxton anywhere? Or like, Oh, yeah. So then at the very bottom, it's uh, you see a big fancy cursive written, uh, Mammon signed, Archduke of Mineros, etc., etc. The uh, bankroller of the Nine Hells, etc., etc. Uh, his stamp... A uh, middle finger, kind of like like scrawled out, like him, like giving the finger, and then Haxon. All right. Uh, so it looks like if you don't deliver these souls to Mammon by a hundred years, your soul is his. Huh. and you have to take it back to the nine hells where you agreed to this, apparently. Yes, 
I guess. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just letting you know, I, I suppose. I, I feel like it won't take us 100 years. But... No, no. I mean, I feel like we should do this, like, you know, this week, maybe. I mean, we don't do... I, I turn around to everyone else, and I'm just like, do we have a next plan? I mean, we do have the matter of Jorel and the cults trying to take over whatever area. Personally, I don't really care about that. I just want to learn how to steal powers from other people. Um, we okay. have... Jesus. <laughs> That's fair. I, I, I respect it. We had to find that guy's daughter, which I have a feeling is probably no more. Um, and then we have to go back to the other town to collect our Pegasus uh, money reward and to get... We're in that town. No. Oh, we're in that town. No, we're not. Yeah, we're in the other. We're in Brinespell now. Oh, I know. Yeah, and then uh, to figure out that mine that was uh, shut that we can't open. Oh, the blink spider one. Yeah. Hmm. And I feel like there was something else, but. Oh, we had uh, the Loggins Farm incident. Oh uh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so what? Are, what are you? What are you guys feeling? <laughs> So, real quick, uh, Orc, uh, Crack, Big Back. <clears throat> Who? Sorry, Tony. Or, sorry, Finks. Um, sounds like one of those uh, newer breeds that get lazy. They don't do all the killing themselves. Uh, if it were up to me, I'd probably guess it at the uh, Barrel Pass. Near, uh, north of the, hor- the Orc Herd. Herd lands if he's not there. Okay. It's on the maps. Sounds like uh, I don't respect him very much either. It's, um, it would be uh, west of your village. Okay. Your village is roughly in the, uh, to where the river is that comes down to the right of the Smoketop Mountains that cuts over near the Hooking Hills. On up right now. Your uh your uh village, your tribe okay. was off near like the tip of where that river was. Okay, and then Barrel passes where he thinks the, the orc would be. That or to the south where the orc herd lands are. Okay. One of the two. Alright, I'm I'm gonna kinda pull up my map and just uh bring it to Haxon and say I found your orcs and I'll point to the barrel pass. It's fantastic. That's way sooner than a hundred years. We can leave soon, but first, I need to make sure Drell is dealt with. I can't let him be out there and threatening me and my my tribe any longer. Do we know where he is? Because it wouldn't be the worst thing to have a devil on our side when we fight this guy. You do bring up a good point. How reliable is that devil? I, he seemed like a great guy. I don't know. We only talked for a good ten minutes or so. I, uh, from what I've heard, he's very uh, here or there. Mm-hmm. So, I, I would have. Uh, I think I would have made my way back up to the room. Are, uh, is everybody still in the room? Dark? Are we just talking in a dark room, or have you guys moved into the hallway? I think we're all. Well, you guys, you guys tell me where are you all. By by now, you've all been familiarized with this house. You just where you want. Where do you guys want to be discussing? Live here now. We uh, I believe we moved out into the hallway, right? Yeah, is yeah. in the hallway. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yep, you're on the well, way. Um, I will have made my way up over hearing what they're talking about for looking for things. Um, with me dealing with Jarrell, um, he still has that. Uh, he has like a, a necklace or an emblem on him, right? Pretty identifiable. Mm. Does not he have something on him? That's yeah. He had. He you saw him grab a, a necklace when he went to go cast a spell. Okay. Um, I want to. Oh wait, cast- hold on. Oh. Yes. You weren't down in there when combat was raging. But I've I've, I've seen him before though. Yeah, but it was tucked in. Uh, make a his make a history check to see if you remembered if, if you were able to. That or per, actually, that or I'll say perception check. Make a make a perception check to how per, perceptive you were of it. Okay, hold on. Where is my perception? Here we go. My perception. Twenty-two. Yep, you saw him having this uh, a necklace that was tucked in deep, and you saw just part of just the top hood of it that was cutting in, cutting above his shirt. But all right, um, I want to cast. Um, Locate object and see if I can get a hit on Jarrell on uh, where he's at. <clears throat> uh, how far is locate object? Uh, hold on, let me pull it up here. Uh, I can sense the direction of the object's location as long as it's within a thousand feet of me. Feet. And if it's in motion, I can tell which direction it's moving. Thousand feet isn't far. Um, how far is a thousand feet? A thousand feet is hum- like uh, a thousand feet. Thousand feet. Um, about three football fields. You can go and a little more. Uh. You feel a, fa- a small, small, small ping to the north. I let him know that I think uh, Jarrell's north of us. Okay. Let you guys all know north uh, north part of the city. That's where you found a ping. All right. Let's go kill Jarrell. Yeah. Now let's go kill some orcs. I'm all for killing him. Um, however, I do think we need to come up with a plan to get rid of that wand that he has, because that's whew, that's nasty. Let's cut his hands off. Sounds good. I'm all for it. Let's go. Love it. <laughs> that escalated quickly. Where did he uh, get the wand? Did he have it like holstered? He had it holstered in his pocket, and it's like yeah. almost like a side side pouch. Maybe we can steal it. I could try. Okay. I believe in you. You're the sneaky type. That's true. Thanks uh, help. That's true. That's also true. We should find him. Who could help? Finks can help. Oh, Finks can help. Oh. Finks can always help. Yep. All right. So what are you guys doing? You guys are heading out and just going straight in the north direction or... Uh... Different. Uh, you guys do anything else while you're in this house? Or, I, don't know. Uh, I would like to lock the house with Kevin, my magic key knife. Okay, cool. 
That way we can actually claim this as our own house whenever we come back, because hopefully it'll be magically locked still. Hopefully. All right. Um, is there um is there any kind of a uh, uh, signpost or anything outside of the house? Like a almost like a almost like a address marker, or like a mailbox. Yeah, something along those lines. Anything like that? Nope. No. All right. Um, I uh. uh under the door as he uh, as Remus is locking it and shutting it up, I uh, I take out my dagger and I carve into it uh, Fabala five. Okay. Underline it. So we own this house now. That's what we're all implying. That's what you're trying to imply. Yep. We'll see yep. how it goes. I okay, uh, this is mine now. This is ours. Great. Doesn't belong to anyone else at all. I, 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 part of it is because I want Haxon to have a portal back to wherever he has to take these souls. That way, we don't have to worry about it anymore. We can just go here. And yeah. also, the first time I came in this place, I was like, "We should just live here." <laughs> True. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you mark it, Fabala Five. Kind of underline. Guys, head north. Uh, following in the, the direction on the of, way what um the one dude i guess when i woke up after groveling and yes. i think it was kelna was like on its last limb yeah uh, kelna, she, uh she was at the uh spell swords spell barracks sword. is, is that north of us or like in the direction of where we're heading or no um it's north uh and more towards the east okay and that that uh that ping that you've that you felt, Azoth, is that towards the east or is it just straight north of us? It's more north. It was very faint, but it was more directly north of the town. Okay. Um, um, Howard, yeah. you guys, as you're, as you're walking, you're looking her over and you recognize this as the same direction that the Boom Boom figure had led you previously. Yep. That's what I was afraid of. All right. Um, let's keep an eye out uh, just in case. But if he is north, we should be okay. Okay. You guys uh, start moving uh, more north. Yep. And uh, you are led up into the upper district. This is uh, the Academianic, Academianic district. And you're led up to a a large house with a single big. Uh, it looks like a square uh, square single room house that is larger and has two towers to the left and right of it, going in the front corners of the house. In the back corner, there's two more towers, and the lawn has um, hedge climp, hedge trimmed uh, lawn or. Uh, ornaments that are cut in the shapes of dragons and uh, you see a pathway leading up to the front door. Azoth, this is where you hurt, felt this ping from. Um, this seems kind of out of place for the rest of the town and knowing the influence Jarrell has, I wouldn't be surprised if 
him or somebody who knows where he is is around. Also, we're all pretty sure that these hedges are going to come to life and attack us, right? Probably. Okay. Just so we're on the same page. I'm going to start doing the, uh, the detect magic ritual on the house. Yeah. So that's the 10-minute one. So I'll be, I'll be doing that. Yep. Um, let me just get my schools of magic. <laughs> so I can tell you what's what. It's hard to keep making you do that. <laughs> no, you're good. I just don't know them offhand. So it's like, all right. Schools of magic. Um, there's a guy that I'm does gonna- a simple guide. I love it. I'd like to very slowly walk up the path, and as I do, lop heads off the bushes I'm passing. Got it. Um, you're lobbing heads. Easy enough. <laughs> Cutting them all open. Um, as you're taking your time to uh, cast ritual magic, you are detecting feints of necromancy coming from, with- coming from within the... Uh, coming from within the house as well as evocation magic coming from the door. Okay, no uh, wards or like scrying of any kind? Nothing's watching us to my knowledge? Not to your knowledge. Okay. Okay, so I think the door is primed to explode. I wouldn't touch the door. We should find another way in. Um, something else smells funny down there. Something with the undead necromancy. Um, I can mage hand the door or try to, but then he'll hear us. Oh, I thought we wanted him to. Oh no, we need to steal his wand. Oh, I thought we were just like, like, <laughs> okay, I'm glad you said that because my plan was I was going to knock on the door and be like, "Where are you, Jarrell? You piece of shit! Where's my fucking money, man? And see if he comes out." Oh God! I love it. All right, so yeah, what are you guys trying to do? What are you looking for? Um, I don't know. Um, I want to give the um, the blessing of the trickster to Remus, so he's got advantage on stealth checks. And then I want to cast um, Pass Without a Trace on the party. So plus 10 to stealth. Okay. For everybody. All right. Everyone make stealth checks for me then. Thirty-three. Okay. Seventeen. Oh, nice. Got it. Uh, Thirty-one. Man, everyone. Thirty-three. Thirty. We sneaky. Wow. I'm not. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So you guys are pretty well fully hidden with the general uh, general party uh, checks. All right. What are you guys doing? You're outside this house. There's the doors. You're getting magic from it. Uh, there Are there windows? You see high uh, windows up. On uh, two windows above the doors to the left and right. And then if you look off to like around the house, you can see subsequent windows in the center of that wall and the center of this wall. Uh, the walls of the house are only like 50 feet. In a, it's like a 50 feet uh, perimeter or 50 feet per wall. It's like a, the, the, the house is a perfect square shape with those four cylinders, uh, four like four towers in, at each corner coming off of the building. Hmm. 
Not a cast identify on the door. Cast identify on the door. Okay. Um, what does identify exactly tell real quick? Just so. Um, if it's magic item or some other magic imbued object, you learn its properties and how to use them, whether it requires attunement to use and how many charges it has, if any. You learn whether any spells affecting the item and what they are. If the item was created by a spell, you learn which spell created it. Um, if you instead touch a creature throughout the casting, you learn what spells, if any, are currently affecting it. Um, you uh, touch the door. Yep. Cast identify and... Or you cast identify not touching the door, you said, right? No, I have to touch it. You have to touch the door? Okay. I but I think, you- I think technically... Someone correct me on this. I think I can use my mage hand to touch it. To deliver the spell? Yeah. I don't know. Double check. Someone's got to check that for me. All right. Mage hand um, appears. Hand lasts for duration until you dismiss it. The hand vanishes if it's every 30 feet away. You can use your action to control the hand. You can use the hand to manipulate an object, open an unlocked door or container, stow or retrieve an item, or pour the contents out. You can move the hand up to 30 feet. The hand can't... Att- oh. The hand can't attack, activate magic items, or carry more than 10 pounds. So I have to touch it. <clears throat> All right, so you're going up and touching the door? Mm-hmm. All right, I need you to make a dexterity save the minute you touch it. Uh, 23. Nat 20 plus 3. Awesome, you save. So you're only going to take half damage. Um, that is... Twenty-five, twenty-six, thirty-one. Have you take fifteen points of fire damage as the door ah. just just ignites with with the with uh, fire and just. Um, you do ascertain that it is uh, checked with a fireball spell, um, and it deals fire damage. I, so I, I say that out loud. Oh yeah, uh, as you always told me to catch on fire. <laughs> like so, it's stripper fireball spell. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I, I just kind of walk through the crowd and like to the back, and I'm like, "Do we hear any commotion from the inside?" Make perception checks, guys. Twelve. Seven. Eight. Seven. Five. You don't notice. You uh, can't hear any movement if there is acknowledgement. Well, we may as well use the front door now. You're going to go for it? I'm going to take out Kevin... The magic key and unlock the front door. Um, all right, so you're gonna take Kevin out. You're gonna go to uh, like go to pick the lock to unlock it. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on. Um, it, does anything or, happen with identify? Does that still go off, or is that? Uh, if you're gonna ca- you're gonna cast identify again, or are you still oh, holding it? He's asking if like it happened. Yeah. Right? Oh, um, so with identify, it's you. You can tell it's a um, it's a fight. It's a fireball spell. Is on the door, but, but part of that was how many charges it has. Right? Oh, there's no charges. Okay, just making sure it's not going to blow up again. 
Oh, no, no. Like, there is no set charges. Like, the spell is still active on the door. So it sounds like it might go off again. We might want to try to find another way of entering or find a way to dismiss this magical effect on here. It also says, though, you learn whether any spells are affecting the item and what they are. If the item was created by a spell, you learn what spell created it. So all we get out of this is there's a fireball spell on it. We don't know. There's a, there is a door that uh, someone enchanted it with a fireball spell. Okay. Or like a continuous fireball. or that, that, I mean, that would be, that's the equivalent. Of what it's, it's like a continuous fireball that just, no? Mm-hmm. Um, did you say there were windows? Yes, there's two windows above the doors to the offset to the left and right, as well as on the uh, left and right sides of the uh, walls. How how high are they? They are uh, 15 feet high. And then if you're looking up at the towers, you can see a uh, open arch windowed the very top of the tower, and that's roughly 30 feet, 35 feet up. Can we can we climb those like hedges to, to kind of get to those windows? Is that a possibility? Um, Are they kind of climb the hedges and uh, if, they, if they don't break, they probably can get you about twenty feet up in the air. The ones that still have heads, anyway. Uh, even with those, maybe twenty five, but nothing's nothing's. Uh, the, none of the hedges are in position to like be directed at the tower, so it'd be. Like they go up high, but in different directions. Not okay, get into that, that bottom, those bottom windows. Oh, the bottom windows. Uh, no, nothing. Nothing's put in direction. The the hedges and all like the lawn direction decorations are put off like more towards the middle of the yard, okay. or okay. towards the street. All right. Is anyone good at climbing? Uh, you can be. I can cast spider climb on you, and that'll let you walk up vertical surfaces and leave your hands free. Mm. That would be sick. I don't know. Ooh. if I'd Be the one to go. I'll do it. Someone can open a window and get that door open. Uh, Ricky. Yeah. Add, um, if you have to make any checks, add two to it. You're bardically inspired. Ooh. Also going to give you guidance so you can add D4 to whatever check you want. And I'm going to cast Spider Climb on him. Going up the wall. Just keep an eye out, guys. Don't worry about me. (laughs) I Oh. I viciously mock Howard. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Damn. And that was my pan flute, by the way, in case anyone was wondering what it sounded like. Oh, I got Zamfir going on right in my head, dude. <laughs> I, I can hear it loud and clear. Um, I don't know, let's check something real quick. So just so you know, uh, Azoth, when you're at your character sheet, when you're looking at your spells, yeah, to the left, and then there's one to the right, everything on the left of the lines are your druid spells modifier. So like where it says plus four, that's for druid. Plus three, that's for the other one. Okay, got it. Got it? Yeah. And also it um it tells you below your spells. Uh-huh. What? I got, got that? See that? Kind of cool. Yep. So, all right. So you're gonna cat you guys buff, buff uh, Remus up. Yep. Uh, you get you guys cast yeah. Spider Klein, passing uh, blessing of the trickster. What did you cast on him? Uh, you gave him inspiration. Mm-hmm. 
and guidance and guidance all right remus what tower do you want to make your way up to there's four uh, of them two in the front of the house and then the two in the back half of the house front left. Are, are there any with lights on um <clears throat> you can't see any lights coming from any of them if you even uh, if you walk on the house you don't see any lights coming from any i of would those like openings. to go for the shortest one and the one closest to the front door so uh, if it's the same one, that's great. If not, I'll have to decide. Are you going for the tower windows or the windows on the walls? I'm sorry. Tower windows. Tower I, windows. I I just don't know where the yeah. towers are in relation, so I'm saying whatever tower is closest to yeah. the front door. So real quick, let me just do a little. So if this is the house, there's going to be a tower right there. Tower right there. And you guys are dead set in the middle. Okay, so where's the the front door in relation is you're you're at that X. So the front door is to the right or the little dot. No, 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 no. So the front door to this is that X. Oh, so we're still in front of the front door. Yes, you guys are in front of the front. I door. thought we went to the side of the house. That's my bad. Oh, my bad. Um, is I guess is the tower to the left or the right of me taller? They are both uh, exactly the same. They... I'm gonna go with the left one Much then. Fun. Got it. Uh, so you're just going to start climbing it? Yep, I'm going to start spider climbing, walking sideways up the wall. <laughs> yeah, uh, spider climb, you just, it, you're able to walk up a services. Uh, you make your way up. And uh, it goes up 30 feet. And as you go up 30 feet, um, you're going to position yourself going up the tower. You can veer off to the left a little bit as you curve up it. As you're greeted by a giant window opening, large enough, uh, two feet tall, a foot and a half uh, width, enough for about fair maiden to kind of like look over style, you know, Rapunzel-ish. Um, Opened up. There's no window or no nothing there. Bert, I'm going to walk in. Cool. You pop in. Uh, You're in a storage room. With multiple uh, boxes, crates, nailed shut. Anything labeled? Uh, make an investigation check. You're uh, in this tower. It's just boxes and crates and barrels and uh, just completely fill this room. You do see a door on the other end of the room. Uh, and it's closed with the handle on it. Uh, What's your role for investigation, Jen? I got a 14. Okay. Uh, 14. Um, a bunch of these labels are just like kind of like tra- uh, kind of like cargo ships, like delivered here, transported here, brought here, then took in here, brought here, then taken over here, shipped over here. Um, you see the names of the different cargoes that are shipping uh, from the Imperial City out towards... Dystasia, and then you see uh, some barrels that also say um, Dragonwind to the Imperial City. Hmm. Um, With a 14, you do see a particular um, circled uh, barrel. Okay. 
with the label on it that has a uh, big uh, question mark, kind of like a unknown is slapped on it. Hmm. I'd like to open the barrel. You pick up the top of the lid of the barrel, and the barrel goes and pops in, and it's just the lid. It's just the lid of a barrel. And it's I almost kind of like the, the, the barrel itself went and just sucked up to just be the lid. I'm just going to take this with me and try and go downstairs. Cool. So you're holding the lid of a barrel. Got it? Yep. Walking uh, down the uh, stairs, they begin to spiral around. Uh, You go down 20 feet, and you're in this open voyeur that is a single room, this house. This giant room was the house that you guys were looking at. There is a large circular rug in the center of the room that is 30 feet uh, around uh, diameter. You have in the three other corners of the house that go up to other subsequent towers, and there is the front door to your right. I'm going to use Kevin and unlock the front door from the inside. Okay. Lock it. No, unlock it. You no, know, no, I mean, you unlock it. Oh, okay. It. Okay, you unlocked it. Doors open. You guys see the door open uh, with Remus standing inside. I found a weird barrel lid. Yeah. Anything else? The barrel. Uh, that's it so far. It was a barrel. Now it's just the lid. It kind of sucked itself into itself. I don't really understand it. Hmm. Oh, actually, I have an idea. I'm going to wear the barrel lid as a hat. Put the barrel lid on. Barrel is where Remus is standing. Think um, the pop-up bush from Fortnite. Uh, So I I guess I pop the lid off. Can I pop the lid off from the inside? You pop it off. Barrel lid. I didn't know. Hidey hole. I didn't know I could do that. <laughs> Maybe you can use it as a shield. When you're Probably. Out. Yeah. At least now you don't have to worry about finding a barrel when you go to hide. That's true. I'll just put it in my pack for now, or tie it to the outside. I guess I'll tie it to the outside. I don't know how you're t- how you tying it. What are you tying I it? With? I haven't figured that out yeah. yet. I'm gonna <laughs> figure it out. I have a little Magnet. bit of rope here, and I'll like give him some of my rope to use. I'm going to kind of slink inside the, the front door, though. I'm going to go with Fanks. I'm touching the door. Yeah, come in. Come in. Yeah. I don't know I don't know if he's here or not, but I... You've I'm got keeping this. I'm keeping this. Okay. What are you guys uh, doing? You're in here. You're in this empty room with this giant rug and three other towers with staircases. I want to find the source of that necromancy. Um... I don't know if I got like a particular feel if it was, you know, coming from above or, you know, below or anything like that. It's coming from a below. Below? Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to start uh, below. Is there, there's no stairs? No stairs. Well, all I mean, right. there's the three towers. The, the, all four towers have stairs in them. Going down as well? 
Um, you go over and look at them all. They're all going up, actually. All right. I'm going to start, like, poking at the floor with my, my mace to kind of feel for something hollow. Yeah. Um, doors. Make an investigation check. I know it's down here somewhere. Uh, ten. Ten. Uh, start whacking around, kind of, like, tapping on the thudding, trying to figure out where it is. And in the center of the room, exactly, you hear a And feeling over kind of where your mace hit, you can feel like a, a metal latch on the ground where oh. you heard a hollowness to the ground. I'm going to start pulling that up. Uh, hey, Finks. Yes? Before we do that, do you want to see if there was any other cool stuff in that tower I found that was empty first? <laughs> um, yeah. I like, I like things. All right. Hmm? Just before we open up whatever this hidden door is. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna mark it so I remember where it is. Okay, mark it. Um, go do an investigation check. What's that? Go do a new uh new investigation check as you're separ- as you're looking. And what tower okay. are you going up? Uh, the one Remus went up. Uh, another ten. Ten. All right. Um, some boxes, barrels, crates. Same thing as Remus was finding. Nothing magical that you pinged off of or looked around for. Okay. While they're doing that, Howard's going to kind of like be near where the trap door was and put his ear to the ground and see if like he can hear any movement down there or anybody come in or anything of the sort. Yes. Um, all right. Okay. You hear um, two voices, very low, very far, uh, very distant. Okay. Like, down and further away, but you hear two voices. Um, you hear a chanting of uh, uh, make a perception check. Let me see. Let me see here how much you. Let me see how much you hear. Okay. Uh, thirteen. Thirteen. You hear. Um, bring the weave. Weave to his children, bring the weave, bring the weave. Siphon, bring the weave, bring the weave. Just slowly chanting. I'm going to snap to the other guys and let them know there's at least two people I can hear down there. Let's go kill them. I'm all for that, but we should probably wait for Remus and Finks to get back first. I guess this is about the time we walk down the tower? Sure. You guys walk down. What's happening? You see this? Yeah, so there's, uh, there's some voices down there, so might want to be careful going down, but uh, I'm all for going down there and killing. Did I recognize any of the voices as, like, possibly Jarrell's or no? Mm, not with that. Okay. No. I'd like to have my mage hand shut the front door. Okay. Realizing that we're being very conspicuous right now, like we're just standing in the middle of this room with the front door open and a bunch of hedge mage monsters with their heads cut off, so maybe we should shut the door. Yeah. <laughs> so my mage hand shuts the door. <laughs> all right. You shut the door. You guys are all in this uh, circular room. All right. I'm going to pull up that latch very quietly. Um, you being stealthy about it? Oh, of course. 
and make a stealth check. Is the pass? Oh no, no, no. nineteen. Yeah, pass without a trace selected. Yeah. or no. Um, who who uh, dropped pass without a trace? I did. You did. Mm-hmm. Um, how long? Pass without a trace at ten minutes. I think so. Let me double check that. It's one hour. One hour. One hour. Yeah. yeah. If is it really an hour? I can't. I honestly, I can't trust you, Jerry. Now. No, it really it's, is. It's an hour. Is it, all right. Legit. All right. It's my concentration, though. So. Okay. That's right, on. Yeah, then pass pass without a trace is still up. Okay. Okay. And then we can't be tracked except by magical means if that's worth it. Um, yeah, so 19 to open the door quietly. Okay. Ooh, that's cocked. Hold on. Okay. Open the door. Door's open. Um, a latch. Opens uh, up. It's a, a two foot by two foot trap door that opens into a uh, staircase that you see that begins to wind and twist into darkness. Remus, were you re- holding hand up? No, I was adjusting oh. my head. All right. Remus, you should go first anyway. I would love to go first. All right. You begin to walk down this winding stair, this winding staircase. The walls are made of stone. There's enough room just for a single file, all of you to walk down, except for Finks because of you being a uh, goblin. I think you're small enough that you could probably walk next to someone uh, carefully. All right, I'll uh, I'll be behind Azov. You wish but to. next to him. Um, you all start to notice that the temperature is getting colder down here. I've been walking for about five minutes, just kind of turning and twisting as you spiral down. It's getting colder and damper. And you walk into a... Um, it's almost like a staircase kind of turns around, stop and opens up. And there's a small room that you're in with a door that is opened. On it, uh, next to the door, there are coat racks. Where you see two uh, cloaks hooded over. And the chanting now you hear is louder. Uh, Howard, now, now all of you could hear it, is bring the weave to his children. The dark father requires all. Bring the weave to his children. The dark father requires all. And you guys now do hear uh, Jarrell's voice. The Dark Father. One, true. The one and only. I want to put on one of the cloaks. I also want to put on a cloak. Let's cloak it up. Um, Mark, or not Mark, Azoth, the cloak you go to grab is uh, very familiar. It is Jarrell's coat. It's a little smaller in size. It's a fit for a halfling. And the other one is a uh, female's cloak. So who's grabbing what cloak? I want to say... There's two of them. One is a a halfling male, which is Jarrell's. And the other one is a human-sized female's coat. Okay. 
search the search the coat, see if there yeah, are I'll there. take Jarrell's and I'll start feeling around for anything that may have been left in it. Um, you uh, see his little necklace is, is sitting in one of the pockets. I keep it. Um, it is uh, slightly tarnished and looks brittle and feels almost like a, you can be a little delicate or else it'll snap in your palm. Okay. Do you this. guys want me to cause a distraction? Because I think I have a really good idea. It could also be a really bad idea. How many voices were there? Two voices. Two okay. voices, and then Jarrell like ahead of him. So like three total people, or no, no. You hear um, now being down here. Now you hear Jarrell's voice. Okay, so it's just and you hear a uh, you hear Jarrell's voice, and it's echoing, and it sounds like there's a third voice, but you can't ascertain what or who the voice is. Anthony, when when the ciphers attacked, when we first arrived at this town, um, were there any prominent like? You said this is specifically a female's robe. I don't. I don't quite remember who was attacking us, but do, mm-hmm. was there a, a female among them? Mm. From what we remember, no. Um, I mean, there, there were females that they're like females that there was a one or two females that probably fought in the in the fray that you did see, but, but specifically ciphers. Um, yeah, there, there was female and male ciphers. Okay, but did we did we see any of them? Like, was one of them the summoner? Was one of them? I mean, do we remember? Okay. No, the summoner was. Oh, this. Okay. No, this. The one that specifically had summoned the beast. They were. Uh, they were a male. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think who this could be, if we would know. No. But you. So you guys are in this uh, room. Doors opened. Uh, in this room, there is the coat hangers. Uh, through the door, you see a hallway that stretches down. And, be, and uh, hits a wall at the end, and you can see it kind of veers off in uh, left and right and kind of curves. That's all you can see. Uh, the hallway down to this kind of TYV is bare, just stoned wall, uh, torches kind of lighting it. Staggered. Is what? Is it damp? Is, oh, there like, a, is there a presence of moisture? Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, the stone is kind of clammy and cold. A little bit. You guys wish to do? I'm going to cast Disguise Self on me. Okay. To look like Jarrell. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to shrink myself a foot and try to look exactly like him. And then okay. I turn to Azoth and go, May I wear that coat, please? Uh, give him the coat. I put it on. I go, All right. I got an idea. <laughs> so if I cause a distraction, you guys hit him with everything you got. All right. Sounds good. Can uh, that other cloak, you said it was human size. Mm-hmm. Can we try and do like a two kids in a trench coat type situation with me and someone yeah. else? I think I would be the next best size for that then, right? Mm. You would be slightly small. I mean, the coat would look a little bit baggy on you, Azoth. Right, but if I had, like, things on my shoulders... He, like, hiding on his back. It, uh, if you were on his shoulders, the, the, the coat kind of put on around you would reveal, like, the upper waist of Finks. Okay. All right, it's not that me. big. Mm-mm. 
You yep. hear the uh, chanting down the hall now, uh, getting louder. I'm gonna, Someone I'm gonna, should go with I'm, I'm going to walk towards the chanting. Someone should go with him. I'm going to follow him, but like, I'm going to as well stealthily so I can just like dagger people. Okay. Remus, you still I, have. You should I feel like I'm just like trailing him, like going like at an angle so I can hide behind him. You, you still, still have, have spider climb, so you can still go on like the ceiling and stuff. Oh, you can, shit. You can hang upside down. You, you've got it for an hour, dude. Oh, that's you need rad. to get that wand away from Drill if he's down here, and then we. Yeah. So maybe I'll crawl the ceiling. <laughs> Do well, it. You can just you can like Spider-Man on the ceiling. Wait, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, I I, I want to be like my body flush against the ceiling so they can't see instead of me like walking and dangling. Oh. For now, you know, like Spider-Man crawl across the ceiling, just like. But yeah, I'll be a little bit behind uh, Jorel. Uh, what do you call it? Distraction, stealth thing behind as well too. Okay. okay. So I'm going to walk into whatever room I hear these voices. All right. So um, you walk down the hall. Roughly 20 feet, 25 feet. It's getting louder. Um, um, you're hearing the... Uh, Dark, Dark Father, please praise us. Dark Father, we acquire the souls for your, for your purpose. We acquire the energy you crave. Please take this as an offering. And then you hear again enchanting this third ominous voice. There's just an echoing. You hear the two distinct voices. You hear a male and a female. The male is Jarell. Female you don't recognize. And then you hear this third voice again. Bringing the weave to his children. Bring the weave. Bring the weave. Um, as you walk down this hall, you are hit with this kind of like uh, this V that you go left to right as a path. Both of them go down 15 feet and then begin to curve, and you can't see past that. So who's going go, where's? I'm going to go left. Okay. And I kind of let everyone know. I'm like, I think they all meet in the same room. So I'll go left. Maybe Remus comes with me, and you guys go right. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I'll take the, uh, the, the ceiling stealth approach just behind Haxon. And I'm gonna Jarrell walk. Like I'm gonna look confident as shit. Um, Walking like you on the place. Yep. Would would oh, shit? I want. Uh, uh, let me just double check and see one thing here, guys. Uh, all right, I'm going to. Um, I want to wild shape into a wolf and go next to uh, Jarrell, like as his like companion or whatever. Okay. How often can you wild shape? Uh, I can do. I get twice. Two times. Two times before I need a short rest to do it, and I can stay that way for an hour. Can you can you turn into something small? Smaller, yeah. I can like, do. Oh. I, essentially, I think I can go smaller than a bear at this point. Okay. What were you thinking? I was thinking maybe like a rabbit or a mouse or something small, a cat, and yeah. then leap into combat mode if needed. Okay. Uh, why don't I go in as a... Uh, Snake. Anything. Why, I don't I go, why, why don't I go as a rat, and I'll go into Jarrell's pocket. Uh, I'll wild shape into a rat, and then go into Jarrell's pocket. 
Okay. In Jarrell's pocket. I'll look up the, uh, I'll find a rat somewhere. Okay. His uh, hit points or whatever. It's, if you're, if it's 10, then you're lucky. If you want to look it up just to be, oh, (laughs) (laughs) that's probably not intended. Um, But okay. So you are popped into a rat. You're in Jarrell's pocket. Um, Remus, you're on the ceiling? Mm-hmm. To the left, right? Yeah. Are you going? Okay. Yep. I'm. I'm following just behind Haxon on the ceiling, like body tight to it, so they can't really notice it because I'm stealthy. Okay. Got it. Um, where's everyone else? Finks and Howard. What are you doing during this? Howard's. Uh, uh, Howard's going to stealth to the right. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll be with Howard. Everyone, give uh, stealth checks. We still have um, plus ten. Right? Plus ten. Yep. 10, yep. 20. Actually, I'm not being stealthy. I'm, I'm trucking. Uh, 23. 23? 15. Okay. Put them in a the pocket. 35! Yeah. Right. <laughs> God. They think I'm a spider if they even <laughs> see me. <laughs> Where are you, Uh I was 26. 26? And you're heading to the right? With uh, Dania. Okay. All right. So as you both be, as you guys kind of at the same time, um, who for real quick, are you guys walking in the same paces? Are you planning to meet there at the same point or is Haxon leading first or what's the timing on the walks? I believe Haxon is the distraction. So he's going yeah. at a pretty steadfast pace where I'm, fol- I'm following him. And then when they hear the distraction, then they're jump. Okay. They're gonna make it around the corner. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. So as these both bends, um, you you both kind of or Haxon, what you see as you start bending around this uh, path going off to the left, goes fifteen feet, begins to curve, and as it curves to the right, it starts to curve downwards into stairs. Um, and this is kind of mirroring for the for the right mm-hmm. side for you guys as well. Um. And as you go down these stairs, you see it. Uh, you, what you can see as you're walking down is a uh, a a room that is rectangular in shape that has ten cloaked figures, five on each side, staring at each other in the center. So, would, so when you come walking up, you you're seeing from, uh, rope from the back, five on five. Uh, and you see at the head of the ten figures are these two you see Jarrell, shirtless actually, shirtless with uh just himself with this with like a his slacks and his pants on. And you see next to him is a woman with blonde hair, uh very pa- very fair, pale skin, with her sho- with her arm on his shoulder as she's looking down at him. Um Okay. Uh, Azoth, this is Lady Luna Shattersphere. Um, you would have rec- you would have uh, seen her just from your weeks that you had kind of been uh, meandering throughout Brian's Spell, keeping an eye. You've seen her. She's one of the higher council. And now that you see her, um, recognize her, her name. She's actually one of the five that Glim or uh, that Glim had told you that kind of 
head head brine spell along with uh along with uh Adrian Nightbreeze, Thea Sunpond, uh Liversa Poetry, uh Andre Tealeaf, and Glimpock. She's one of the uh, advisors uh to them. For the High Council. Uh and they are standing back and they're all chanting. And you now can uh pick up that the third voice you guys heard was the uni- the universal chanting of these cloaked figures. How close together is everybody? Um, the five uh, figures in this room. The room off is uh, so the stairs meet down. Be five feet apart uh, when they're standing, uh, looking across from each other, and next to each other, they're spaced by three feet or so. Yeah. Um, and in the center of where the five and five are on either side, in between them is this long rug that uh, goes down, that runs up and down the aisle to the back of the room to where you can see uh, the room's not large, goes uh, 50 feet deep. Uh, and it's where Jarell and Lady Luna Shattersphere, this uh, human that you see, and they're both smiling, going, yes, yes, as you hear the crowd chant again, uh, Bring the weave to his children, and they now begin to change and uh, a change chant as you see Jarrell ch- uh, shout, "The dark hand that feeds may reap as he pleases. Give what you hold true to show your pledge of faith. No more will those with connection bend power. The Is dark it- hand that feeds may reap as he pleases." And again, uh, the the voices all start to chant, not with enthusiasm, but just kind of in uh, sync of. The dark hand that feeds may reap as he pleases. The dark hand that feeds may reap as he pleases. Um, and Jarrell goes, In Maximus's name we give! As he claps his hand. You see him uh, start to hold it up, his hands together, as uh, the woman next to him now pulls out a wand... And starts to point it at the direction as the as the ten that are all chanting in Maximus's name we give. As she raises the wand, I want to walk into the room and go, "Stop the ritual! That man is an imposter." (laughs) Deception check with disadvantage. <laughs> oh, the first one's a twenty-one. Okay, and a twenty—not natural, but a twenty. A twenty <laughs> and a twenty-one. Yeah. Yes. Oh God. Okay. Um. <laughs> I'm wearing his coat. <laughs> uh, she she looks over and she goes, "What? Who's the?" And. <laughs> Her her, her uh, attention is broken for a moment as uh, she looks at you confused. 
and and at that as she goes, you see the wand kind of kick back and jerk, and her attention is brought back to the to her hand. Uh, I would as, like to throw daggers at her now. I would also like to do a thing. I would also like to cast thunder wave. <laughs> oh shoot! Yeah, um, I'm gonna do something too, but I'll let them go first. While okay. while they're all doing something, I'd like to attempt to um, get to Jarrell's um, wand holster and maybe start to chew at the holster to get the wand to drop out. That's beautiful. <laughs> Um. So, who do you want to go first? <laughs> uh, okay. So, because my plan was to once uh, Haxon got them distracted enough, like that seemed like the opportune time where you, she kicked back and was starting to lose like concentration and focus. Yeah. Was just like hammer her a couple more times to just kind of knock her off. Okay. D- um. You all were ready and just kind of reacting in the moment. Uh, make dex checks to see who's wants to just kind of reactive, reactive in order. Unless you want to say that you all discussed what was. Did you all discuss what you were going to do? Or are you all reacting in the moment? Not specifically, oh, but we all knew we were all. I, I feel like it's, it's, it's very in the moment. Very in the moment? Okay, roll dexes then. Let me, let me see. Because you're all reacting is this is happening. Do we get a plus 10 on dex still? or Plus what? Do we still get a plus 10, or is that only on That's stealth? stealth. That's stealth. No, that was stealth. just stealth. All right. I got 18. 13. 22. 10. All right, good. I wanted to go <laughs> Hold after Hold on. That. I'm going to use my D4 that Tony gave me. <laughs> uh, 25. Okay. So you remember, you still have a plus two from Bardic Inspiration. Seven. Okay. Twenty-seven. So, real quick, what's everyone's? Just give it. So twenty-seven. Azoth, yours was seventeen. Eighteen. Eighteen. Finks. Thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. Howard. Ten. Ten. Uh, Hacks. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Okay, we're gonna go. Uh, Remus hacks. Azoth. Uh, Azoth thinks Howard. Yep. Go for it, and I'll react as I plan to. Okay. Wait, is it me then? No, no, no. no. It's it's, it's Remus. So okay. Remus launches uh, two daggers. I got and... a twenty-three for the first one. First one hits. Four. Nine damage. Not bad. You Not bad. Okay. Or no? Oh, that is correct. Yeah. Thank you. Um. So that's. Um. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll sneak attack is it right now? Because she's looking at hacks specifically. Fifteen damage then total. Not bad. Okay. So would I? I don't know if this would just be an attack or I get my bonus action offhand. That's up to you. Uh, um, go for it. I'll allow it. 19. Got it. Hits. 
for four damage. Okay. And then take it away, Haxon. All right. So how far away are they from me? They are uh, 50 feet away from you. No, 45 feet, because they're not back to the wall. Okay. So 45 feet. I'm going to move 30 feet up. Okay. Nope, I'm going to move. Yep, yep, I'm going to move my full movement. So you're you're walking past the bodies that are chanting, the people are chanting. You're going to walk straight through to them. Yep, well, I get 15 feet away from them, rather. Okay. So I guess I walk 20, uh, 30 feet up? Yeah. Oh, yeah, so I walk 30 feet up. So they're 15 feet away, thunder wave. As a second level spell. Okay. What do I got to save? Uh... Um, con 13. For half damage and not getting pushed 10 feet away. Okay. Jarrell is a uh, standstill. And uh, Lady... Uh, Shadow Sphere, you see her slid back. And what's the damage she ta- uh, they take? She takes full damage. Jarrell um, takes half. So she takes 16, he takes 8. Okay. And then bonus action um, Hexblade's curse on Jarrell. Got it. So against the cursed target, you gain plus 2 bonus damage to rolls, and you score a critical hit on a 19 or 20. Cool. Ooh, okay. Is that for all of us or just you? No, it's for him, I think. Okay. You're, I thought you're, it was... you're a warrior. You gain the ability to place a baleful curse on someone. Um, it's worded really weird. I don't know. It could, I mean, it's your discretion, I guess. What is it? What is the exact wording on it? It says. Um, you gain a bonus to damage rolls against the cursed target. The bonus equals your proficiency bonus. Any okay. attack roll you make against the cursed target is a critical hit on a roll of 19 or 20. Got it. It's any attack you make. Oh, me. That's- me. So I'm... The- okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So good. Oh, yeah. You guys aren't going to get it that easy. Come on. Um, all right. So that happens. Uh, Remus, uh, Azoth, what do you do? Uh, uh, as After... Uh, after Hexen through the uh, Thundershock or whatever, I've hopped out of the pocket and I'm running down to go up to the pouch or the holster to try and uh, chew it away to like drop the wand through it type of a thing. Make him. As a mouse, I'll say you get there your turn. You're Remember, unnoticed. He's in pocket, right? He moved up with Rick. Yeah, I, I was. I, I moved up. Oh, yeah, he was in my pocket. Yeah, I was in his pocket. However close he was, I've got a thirty. Oh, okay, so um, we got to crawl. Uh, so then you got to crawl up his. Uh, you you staying as a mouse? Yeah. So you're gonna stay as a mouse and kind of crawl up. So yeah. um, make a make a dexterity check as a mouse crawling up the uh, crawling up his pocket to get to his uh, holster. Stealth or just regular. Um, I'll let you go acrobatics if they show one. But uh, you're rolling with the mouse's stats. Okay, hold on. Let me see. Ah, it's a disease genius. Actually. It's a, uh, <laughs> perfect. 
so he's got plus two for dexterity. So I'll do that. Hold on here. So I've got a six. You start to make your way up his leg. And with everything happening, he hasn't noticed you yet. Okay. But you're crawling up his leg. He's going to feel it soon. So make decisions faster. Or make decisions uh, with urgency. Um, and that, Lady Luna uh, Shattersphere is going to flick her wrist with uh, finishing her movement. And you hear her go, in Maximus's name, we give. And you see this gray translucent essence come pulling out of the ten bodies that are all lined up, the five bodies on uh, lined up as they as she pulls this gray essence from them and sucks it into the into her wand and the bodies drop to the ground um, in, as I uh, I don't know if I got to say it or not, but in between the bodies where they were, there was a uh, there is a altar of like in a, a bodied figure laying. I'm sorry, not a body figure laying on it. A um a square like brick, almost it looks like a block, almost like a like a, a cinder block with like a uh, uh, with like a gem or a ruby on the top of in the in the center of this like block of like stone or gem or something. Almost like a cinder block size though. Big and like almost like a brick. And the bodies drop. Um, Finks, your turn. All right, so she's got like the the energy on the tip of this wand ready to do something with it? Uh, it's more like the energy was sucked into the wand. Like, okay. that's that. Um, so what I wanted to do... Um, hold on one second. I just want to look one part up real quick. Um, I want to cast the spell Silence on both Jarrell and, um, I forgot her name, sorry. Uh, Lady, uh, Luna, it's a Lady Luna Shatter Sphere. So, it's a 20-foot sphere of silence. It deafens everyone inside. People inside are immune to thunder damage, and they can't use any verbal spells. So, Hopefully stopping the chanting in some way. Hopefully making them rethink what spells they're casting, but also giving advantage, or not advantage, but um, Azoth maybe get a little chance to sneakily do what he's got to do because he's not making any noises. Okay. How the Thunder Wave doesn't work anymore, so just keep that in mind. That's okay, because I think I only have one spell slot left. <laughs> good, good. Howard, your turn. What were you waiting to do? Okay, so... Oh, one more thing real quick. Oh, yes. My concentration as well is now put on silence, so I don't have Pass Without a Trace up anymore. Got it. Okay. Gotcha. Can I ask a quick question about silence? Yes. Tony, so if I were to cast, hypothetically, like a charm or like suggestion or something like that, would that still work, or they just wouldn't be able to hear it? They're deaf deaf while they're in there, essentially. Okay. They wouldn't be able to hear it. That might screw up whatever you're trying to do. Gotcha. Mm Mm-hmm. And you cast that on her, you said, or like in that area? Um, I, I cast it so it's it's encompassing them both. It's a 20-foot sphere. Gotcha. Okay. And they're within 10 feet, so it's kind of somewhere in the middle between the two of them. Perfect. Okay. 
All right, let's get a little crazy. I'm going to cast Crown of Madness on Luna Lady Shattered Sphere. Okay. Uh, she has to make a wisdom saving of 14. 17. Okay. Plus one. Uh, okay, so she's good then. Okay. Looking um, at you, she begins to kind of smirky grin. She looks, uh, you see her kind of look over at Jarrell and she starts to move her hands in drow speak, which you'd see. Oh. You see her say, you're right. He's a crafty one. She then points her wand over at this block uh, on this little, like, little table and you see this great energy go <laughs> shot into it. And that's where we're going to pick up next week, guys. Hmm. Yep. So she shot like the gray material that she sucked out of the 10 people into the block? The block. Yep. Okay. Yep. Anyway, like I said, we'll pick up their next session. Everyone, thank you so much for uh, joining in, tuning in, watching this. If you're still watching it, thank you so much. I uh, appreciate it. Uh, please give us likes, reviews, shares. You know, if you have a friend that likes D&D, tell them, like, yo, listen, go watch these guys. Check them out. They're pretty cool. They're onto some great stuff. Uh, and then, I mean, if you want to help support us, like reviews, that does so much. It really does. It, may, it makes a big difference. Uh, and mo more importantly, if you guys really want to help us too, please help support the stream, support uh, the channel by grabbing some merch over at the Teespring. They have designs over there and there on the overlay. Check them out. You know you want to wear them. Um, no, head on over. Links are below. I was your dungeon master, Anthony. Thank you so much for tuning in to the uh, this episode of the Fabala Five, as we are calling the party. I love it, and uh, I'm gonna let the players take away. Azoth. Hey y'all! Uh, you can follow Azoth's adventures over on Twitter at Podcasters Azoth, uh, and. Uh, I do design work uh, and photography, and you can follow me on Instagram at uh, the.mark.716. There you go. Uh, Tony, uh, Finks. Hey, guys, you can find Finks on Twitter at podcasters underscore Finks. Um, you can find me doing some miniature painting at Phoenix Forged on Instagram. That's, uh, that's me. There you go. Uh, Remus? Bad moment. Uh, Howard. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, Howard at Danny Chavez. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Rafink Arts, R-A-T-P-H-I-N-C Arts. Uh, you can follow Howard on Twitter at Podcasters H because for some reason the Howard part got cut off. Um, you can also find me doing our little sideshow underneath the podcasters, Roll for Wisdom, with our good uh, Dungeon Master over here, Anthony. Uh, we like to talk D and D. However, we are not professionals, so don't add us. Um, yep. But that's all. You know, uh, hacks, Rick. Um, I don't know if you play Dungeons and Dragons online, DDO, you should. Uh, Galanda server, Takisis and Haxon. Uh, that's literally all I do these days. It's where Hacks is pulled from, if I'm not mistaken. <clears throat> and uh, to sum it up and to wrap us up, Remus. I'm Remus. Uh, you can follow Remus on Twitter at Podcasters Remus. 
I'm Ricky Coates. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, I guess, at, uh, at Rick underscore Coates. Also, you can find me possibly at 2406 Military Road, Oogie Games, Niagara Falls, New York, 14304. I think I have to sell some games, or I might trade them and get new games. But maybe they'll repair my games. Oogie Games. Um, for some reason, I just had the inkling that we had only done it like once or twice tonight, so I had to punch it in there again. There you go. Um, that's Yeah, that's it for me. Awesome. Well, guys, uh, my players, thank you so much. Uh, we had some some enlightenments and some developments come come forth, and uh, we'll see where we pick up next week. I can only imagine what you guys are in for. Till then, guys, keep rolling.